Welcome to Basketball is Religion with the Gons and Big Matt. The 2023 NBA playoffs are finally here. We predict the final play-in games and preview the playoff matchup starting this weekend. At the end of the episode, we'll explore who has the most to gain by winning a championship this season. Let's get this party started. Gons, how has your week been? Chilling. Um, a couple good games. What I expected, two out of the four were pretty damn good. Um, happy about the games tomorrow, man. That's winner go home, right? So uh and, and excited to talk about the playoffs like this is the best time of the year for me like as a basketball fan so super hyped man what's going out what's going on it's randomly like been cloudy and rainy all day it was rainy this morning it was random it was like 10 percent, and it was, it was just covered last night so i had to deal with canceled teams this morning and that was not fun but yeah just i was hoping it'd be a little more sunshine here you know we've been we went through this crazy three-month four-month stretch of rain we thought we were past it but of course we're not so hopefully this goes away end of the month and into may um and we'll have some better weather in may so as you mentioned the nba playoffs are going to be starting here this weekend Uh, we have the first Four games, the 7-8 matchups, the 9-10 and 10 matchups. We had the Lakers beating the Timberwolves and the uh, Atlanta Hawks beating the Miami Heat. As we're recording here on Thursday, tomorrow is Friday. We're going to be having the uh, Chicago Bulls versus the uh, Miami Heat and the Oklahoma City Thunder versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. So before we get into the actual playoff matchups, these last nine, I guess it's in, in the West, it's going to be the eight versus the ten seed. Um, let's start with let's start there. Let's start with uh, Minnesota versus Oklahoma City. Who do you have winning that one? It's hard to tell because um, Minnesota just played like trash against the Lakers, right? Like trash. Like Anthony Edwards probably had the worst game of his career. Wait, wait, wait hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't think they played oh, like trash that first that. That first half, they were pretty unstoppable outside of Anthony Edwards. Look, well, what you it, had it, Conley and you had Cat not missing, a, was, not missing what, any threes. Over 10? Over 12? Yeah, that's one guy, though. But then but then Conley okay, and Cat, yes, they were just Conley, on fire Conley, from three. Well, let's talk about Cat. I don't, I, I, from what I remember, let's look at his stats here. He didn't. Yeah, Cat's first half, he didn't miss a shot. He, played, he didn't play much because he kept getting in foul trouble. That was the second half. Still, on. still, first still, half, still. He was, they, okay, they, half, they kicked their ass in the first half. 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 half is half. Yeah, exactly. The first half was great. second half, he got in foul trouble like you had predicted before. So Cat's uh, going to do well. You might have Rudy Gobert back this game. For some reason, he's day-to-day with back spasms, which I thought was funny because he didn't play last game. Um, if anything... Yeah, I'm wondering if you've got the back spasms by sitting out last game. But regardless, you know, okay, so let's talk let's talk a little bit about that Laker game. The, the Timberwolves, it happened kind of how I thought was going it was going to happen. The Timberwolves came out hot. I hope you took that first half, a uh, first quarter um Minnesota having the lead after the first quarter. Um and then you just kind of lean on them until they fell. Luckily, but unfortunately for the Lakers, they played like we'll talk about the Lakers a little bit in a little bit too, but they played like trash that first half. No defensive rotations. They finally brought their energy. That fourth quarter defense was great. But as far as Anthony Edwards, he didn't really do much that game. He was what? I think he might be dealing with injury too. So like with the Timberwolves. He's, he's I don't want to say superstar, but he, he 
at worst game of his career. And this is the guy you expect to be leading the team. And I, I, they were missing Gobert, even though the argument can be made that they look pretty good without Gobert in terms of their speed. Like, it was kind of what you said. Like, it was probably a a disadvantage for the Lakers that the Gobert was out. But, I mean, completely different team now. Um, I think Gobert should play, right? Um, I don't know. I, I just feel like that Minnesota has a lot of upside and they could do a lot better than what they did against the Lakers. Uh, so I, I have them winning tomorrow. Like that that new that New Orleans Pelicans Oklahoma City Thunder game was was really interesting. He had Brandon Ingram. That guy was just going off, but then CJ McCollum was probably was I think it was dealing with some, I think a torn labrum. That's why he wasn't doing so well. But yeah, SGA, Giddy, those guys that are really young. Maybe one of the youngest teams in the league. OKC. Like, do you, are you going to give them a shot to beat Minnesota tomorrow? I know they're a little bit undersized, but those two guys are. And then the the Jalen Williamses are. Jaden Williams are doing really well. Do you give them any shot tomorrow? Okay, like personally, because I was rooting for the Pelicans, um, I I want I want Minnesota to win. I I love SGA as a player. He's been my guy. I think he's really really good. In fact, I mean he he did a lot of work, and he has good role players, right? And to think about the future with this team, they have so much money. They got draft picks. They're going to be really good really soon. Do I think they beat Minnesota tomorrow? I think it would be an upset if they beat Minnesota. Um, looking at the odds here, what let's see what the odds are, Matt. Minnesota by five and a half. So I, I mean that's substantial enough. You know, it's not a two or three point difference. I actually agree with these odds. I mean, Minnesota wins by five or five or more points. Yeah, they have Chet Holmgren coming back and just a S ton of picks. So if, if you're going to add a superstar to this team, they have the assets to do so. I think we can save that for another pod as far as what who would they like to add? Would they like a Zion Well, same with the Pelicans. Or maybe Pelicans, like a... Like a they're built. Dude, the Pelicans are so good. They're just like... But then you're depending on Zion, who's... he. I, I'm not sure if he could have played, but was he clear to well, play? Okay, I don't know. Did you it was watch his, his warm-ups? His injury situation did was a mystery. Did you watch his warm-ups? Dude's doing... Yeah, Mama so but then, like, why, why, why tease that? Like, if you weren't, if you weren't gonna play, very him. bad look, very bad look. If you want him to go to shoot around, but don't have him doing like tomahawk three sixty, jump in from nowhere dunks, and tell me that he can't help out a little bit. Like, uh, boggles my mind. Like, it, I understand shoot around. I don't understand him going above and beyond, and then telling everyone he wanted to play. He's saying he wanted to play, but he's not feeling like Zion yet. I don't know what that means. Uh, he needs to go somewhere else. I think but with all these antics yeah. that he's pulling, I'm not sure if it's him or it's the team. He needs to be somewhere Agreed. else. I think a team like, like like this Oklahoma City team, if they want to get some more picks back, um, then they can try them there. Like I get, we, we can say, save that for another pod. This, is, this one's going to go a little bit longer because it's the NBA, the playoff preview pod. But let's get into the other um, play-in. It's the Chicago Bulls who pulled that off against the Toronto Raptors, your Chicago Bulls, you called it. Uh, Jamar DeRozan's daughter got viral by having the Toronto Raptors miss half their free throws, and they lost by four. So he she contributed a little bit. And they'll be playing against the Miami Heat, who we both thought would destroy Atlanta, but Atlanta came out and punked them that in Miami. Yeah, that so was just, now we they have didn't the, show up. That, that, it was crazy, yeah, right? Sure. 
complete choke job. So you have the Miami Heat versus the Chicago Bulls. Um, what are the odds for that one? So the odds are Miami by five and a half. Uh, I, again, I think Miami is going to – I'm sure they went back to the locker room. Haslam probably spoke up. Spolstra, like, they have to bring it this game. Um, but the Bulls are not a walk in the park. They played – they shot really badly the first half. Um, and I was telling you guys, I was like, who wants to go – the Gons made a lot of money yesterday. He made a and lot of money. Even like it wasn't money line. I took them at nine and a half, and then I got them at seven and a half. So they were conservative bets, but they hit. Um, I, no, no, no. You you made a, it wasn't you, the money line. You made a lot of money yesterday. We saw those bets. I was afraid to take them. So kudos to you, flowers to you for having the cojones to take that bet. Hundred percent. So we have the Chicago Bulls visiting Miami five and a half. Like, I would have picked Miami to beat Boston as my upset, like, of the playoffs, but they look so listless against Atlanta. I would have, I would rather see Chicago go, um, defeat Miami, have an upset against Miami and go against the Bulls, honestly. Do you yeah, agree with I me? Just, I didn't see Jimmy Buckets. I saw Jimmy Butler, but I didn't see Jimmy Buckets. I, I didn't feel, and now Tyler Hero played well. He shot the ball well. He, he did, Tyler Hero did Tyler Hero, but I feel like, you know, Kyle Lurie in the first half did really well, and he kind of dis- disappeared, and that could be because of his age. It's just they're okay to good players, but Jimmy Butler is supposed to stand out, and he didn't to me. Um, and I think that was the difference, where you have a Zach Levine who can take over the game, right? I don't want to say DeRozan can take over a game. We saw what Levine did. He took over the game. I, I think that makes the difference here. So I I think that uh, Chicago's has momentum right now from that win, and I would pick Chicago to win it just because of the momentum and the star power that they have. So money line tomorrow with the Bulls. What 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 is that? I think. Oh, let, let me look right now. As far as Bulls money line, it's plus one eighty. That's good odds. I like those odds. Plus one eighty for the Bulls. If you're listening, if you're listening to this early Friday, right? Would you go in on? The, I'll, I'll go in on the bet with you if you want to. We're, are we are we parlaying it or we're single bet? What are we doing? The Bulls single bet. Well, that's really good odds for the Bulls to beat Miami. Yeah. No, let's do it. All right, lock yeah. that one in. All right, let's move on to the actual playoffs. Uh, since we have another couple other series now decided with the seven eight games already done. Um, Gons, I'll give the I'll give you the first um, option. Where do you want to go first uh, for these six playoff matchups, um, and then we'll kind of touch on the, the the these other two teams playing against the one seed. But out of these six playoff matches that we currently have, what's who do you want to start with? I'll, I'll let you. Let's pick. go Knicks Cavs. I mean, that's one of my favorites right there. The New York Knickerbockers are the fifth seed going against the fourth seed Cleveland Cavaliers. They'll be starting this Saturday at three p.m. Uh, Pacific time. The Knicks actually won the se- season series 3-1. to one. Uh, The Cleveland Cavaliers are ranked ninth in offense, first in defense, and overall net second. New York Knicks are third in offense, 19th in defense, and seventh in net rating. The only really major injury for this is Julius Randle's ankle. They're still listing his day-to-day. I think he plays game one, but how you know we talked about that last podcast. Percentage-wise, I don't know where where they're at. Series odds for this. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers are favored at a minus 220. 
The Knicks are are underdogs for a plus 180. So if you want to bet $100 on the Knicks to win the series, you'll get $180 back. Oh, plus the initial 100 Game 1 odds, if you're looking to bet just Game 1, Cavaliers are favored by 5.5 points at home in Game 1. Moving on to different storylines like we had talked about already, Julius Randle's ankle, how that's going to go. And are the Knicks going to regret not trading for Donovan Mitchell? Is he going to have a great series? Um, as far as X factors, like that are not like the X factors that are non like role players, will kind of get in that not the X factors that are role players are not the star players. I'm looking at an RJ Barrett and potentially a Jared Allen. All right, Gons, um, your thoughts in the series and your prediction. I'm sticking with my guns, man. Uh, I, I like the Knicks here. I like them. I, I think it may go seven, but I do like the Knicks. And I think it's important for them. And I think they are going to win the first game. I think they're going to win game one. They're going to come out and make a statement, um, even with Julius being at 70%. So I, I I got the Knicks here. I think they're just – they're going to come. They're going to play hard. I know it's in Cleveland. I, I – I got the Knicks winning game one. I got the Cavs winning game two, right? One and one. So I'm taking the Knicks. It's like I didn't realize. I'm following the NBA, but I didn't realize how much of a defensive impact Evan Mobley had. He was a top three defensive player of the year this year in a lot of people's ballots. That's crazy. I was thinking Brooke Lopez. Jaron Jackson Jr., OG Ananobi, but then Evan Mobley. Oh no, he he's uh, one of the architects and one, like one of the best players defensively on this you know on this high rated defense on this. I guess Cleveland's a really good defensive team. I'm following the NBA, but I really didn't realize that. It's crazy. So yeah, I guess it's good because you have Garland, who does not the greatest defender, and we've seen Mitchell is not a great defender, but I guess Jared Allen and um, Mobley are holding it down on the inside. If Randall's not close to 100%, let's say like he's 75%, I think this is a Cleveland series. Um, Donovan Mitchell does have his does have some playoff chops. I'm actually going to pick them. I'm actually going to pick them in five. I think the the Knicks they're going to need some more time to gel. I don't trust Julius Randall in the playoffs. We saw that last time he was in there. He got cooked by the by the Hawks. Um, will he do better this time because you have Jalen Brunson? I don't know. I think that. Donovan Mitchell could outplay Brunson in this series. I guess that's the prime uh, matchup you're looking at. You're looking at you know, in guard play. Um, since Mitchell's been there before, he has experience. He's been through it. I'll take the I'll take the Cavs in this one. Um, uh, so we differ there a little bit. All right, Gon. So where do you want to go next? Uh, we can talk about whatever you want, man. Let's go to hold on. Let's randomly select. Let's talk about Net Sixers. The third seed Philadelphia 76ers versus the sixth seeded Brooklyn Nets. It's going to be starting Sunday, 10 p.m. Pacific time. The season series, uh, the Sixers are 4-0 against against the Brooklyn Nets this year. Um, as far as um, defensive, oh, uh, for ratings for the Sixers, offensive rating, they're fourth. Defensively, they're eighth. Um, net rating, they're third. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets are 17th, 13th, and 15th net rating. Major injuries. Of course, Ben Simmons wasn't a cog down the stretch for them. There, He was pretty much their 11th or 12th man. So I guess major injuries in quotation marks. Uh, ben Simmons is out for with his knee problems for the playoffs. But again, really hit with him was more mental. Um, series odds for this one. 
the Philadelphia 76ers are minus 1,000, and the Brooklyn Nets are plus 625. So if you bet $600 on the Brooklyn Nets, you'll win $675. If the 670, uh, $625 if they win the series. For game one, you have the 76ers favored by eight and a half at home for game one. Uh, to storylines, again, this would be more interesting if Ben Simmons were playing, but I can't really find that much of a storyline for this one. And then key key role, like role players that will play key factors in the series. It's more like maybe a Nick Claxton to see what he could do against Embiid or a Tobias Harris to see if he could do anything against the, the, all those 3 and D wings in in in, um, in Brooklyn. Um, friend of the pod host way picked Brooklyn was the only was really daring to pick Brooklyn um, last podcast, but I don't think I'm going to follow him there. Gons, what's your prediction and what are your thoughts on this matchup? Brooklyn is going to win game one. Uh, that is my prediction. And then I feel like they're not going to win very many after. I think my prediction is that Embiid is going to get in a little bit of foul trouble. And I think once Doc is able to dissect game one, um, they're they're going to come out aggressive and want to see the MVP that Embiid is. So I think a safe bet would be to take the plus eight and a half for Brooklyn. I feel like that's almost a guaranteed bet. If they don't win, I don't think they're going to lose by very much, not on game one. Um, we had a history of choking with Harden, some other players. I really like Brooklyn game one to at least cover the spread. I think they got a good chance of winning. Uh, but again, Right after that, though, I could see Philadelphia winning four in a row and finishing it. Um, so Philly in five, possibly six, but game one, I like Brooklyn. What will the odds have to be for you to take Brooklyn straight up game one? Like plus what? Like what, what, what would tempt you? Um, I don't know. I'm all about the safe bets. I'm playing for a remodel of my house and flooring right now, so... It would have to be like plus three fifty or something like that, man. For me, yeah, that's what I figured. It's plus two eighty. It wasn't going to be high enough for you, no, for sure. Um, I'm yeah, I'll I'll agree with you there. If we're going to give out bets for game one, take Brooklyn Nets plus eight and a half. Um, I I agree with you there. If they don't win, it'll be four or five games tops. Um, I'll I'll kind of jump on with you there. They'll win game one prediction wise. I'm not willing to bet yeah. money on it. Um, but they'll, they'll 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 win this in five, uh, most likely. Maybe they take one in Brooklyn when yeah. they get home, two one, and then Philly closes out. We'll see. All right, moving on. Let's just finish off the Eastern Conference. We have well, this will be quick because this is not much of a series. Uh, we have the Boston Celtics, uh, the second seed in the Eastern Conference, versus the Atlanta Hawks, the seventh seed, who upset the Heat. Uh, they're going to be starting their series on Saturday, 12.30 Pacific time. Uh, the season series record is the Celtics uh, 3-0. Uh, Boston is second in offense, third in defense, first in net rating. Atlanta is seventh in offense, 22nd in defense, and 18th overall net rating. Major injuries, Boston was missing Gallinari pretty much the entire season, so that's not really much um, major injuries there, neither on the Hawks side either. So it's, again, for fairly... Healthy. Everyone has the little nicks and dings come playoff time, but both teams are fairly he- healthy. Series odds. Oh man. Oh geez. The Boston is minus uh, one thousand one hundred, eleven hundred, um, and the Hawks are plus six fifty. Um, so just a slightly, better, slightly worse odds than Brooklyn to win their series. So 
Oh man. As far as storylines goes, you know, you're looking at Dr. J, Dr. Uh, um, not Dr. J, um, Larry Bird versus Dominique Wilkins. If you're looking for like a historical, you know, game that they had, the Hawks took that uh, 2008 Celtics team to seven. That's where we get the famous game seven. Um, Saza Pachulia thing. I love to post every every playoffs. Um, again, I don't really want to talk too much about role players. This is going to be a quick series. This can be a sweep for the Celtics. FTC, but still, it's going to be a sweep for the Celtics. Maybe, maybe four one tops. What do you think, Gons? I'm right there with you, man. Um, I think Atlanta may get one if you know if Bogdanovich has a big game where he can get close to 25, 30 points, and and Trey Murray catches on fire. Like they got shooters, so they got a shooter's chance, right? So if they get hot one game, which could happen, not more than one though, with the Boston defense, they have a chance of winning one, but. Um, I, I got a sweep here. Or I got, uh, you know, Atlanta just gets super hot and streaky and wins one. So Boston four, possibly five. Yeah, one one Trey Young gets icy. He does a whole shivering thing. Uh, DeJounte, you know, might have one game too. Like, I could maybe see two games, one tops. But, you know, it's just, I think I, I'm going to call a sweep here for the Celtics. So Eastern Conference, not as... Yeah, outside of the four or five matchup, not as crazy as out west. We'll start out. I guess we'll go out west now. So, which game do you want to Let's hit? Let's go to the guns? Saturday game, Warriors Kings. Just go in order. All right, you have the third seeded Sacramento Kings versus the six seeded defending world champion Golden State Warriors, starting Saturday at five thirty Pacific time. The season series record is actually the Warriors are got three games to one in the season series. Uh, Sacramento is number one in offense, 25th in defense. Net rating is eighth. Uh, Golden State is eighth in offense, 17th in defense, and 11th net rating. Uh, major injuries. The Warriors weren't necessarily playing a lot of Iguodala, but he's the kind of the only one injured. And then there's not really much of an injury. Is Andrew Wiggins? Wiggins was out for the majority of last uh, the regular season, dealing with a family issue. Um, if you were a little scandalous, you thought it was his his uh, his wife had a child with a baby mom, with one of his best friends, but I believe that was just a Twitter Twitter rumor. Um, I think he was dealing with some issues, medical issues with his dad, um, who also did play in the NBA, Mitchell Wiggins. Um, as far as series odds, I think this one's close. I think uh, it's for, even now. Uh, third versus yeah. succeed. Yep. The Warriors, actually, well, it's not necessarily even. The Warriors are minus 285, um, being the mm. sixth seed. And the Sacramento Kings are a plus 235. No respect. The betting. No respect for the beam. Uh, the Sacramento Kings. Oh, so it's a pick 'em for yeah, game one. Pick 'em, straight pick 'em. Um, and for money lines, minus one ten for each. So straight pick 'em for for the Kings. So for betting wise, if you're home, you usually get three points just automatically for home. So in a neutral site, uh, the Warriors would be favored by three. Just that's kind of how it works with gambling. Um, moving on to as far as storylines, you're looking at the Battle of the Bay. Um, um, Zach Lowe said it was the battle of the I eighty. Um, I did uh, since my uh, my wife is from uh, San Francisco. I did go up there a lot, so I saw visiting San Francisco, Sacramento. So, battle of the eighty freeway. Um, the cheapest ticket for game one in Sacramento. <laughs> it's four hundred dollars. <laughs> for me, I was like, 
a, a ticket in Sacramento for 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 the first playoff game in how many years? It's four. It's minimum four hundred dollars. I thought that was yeah, interesting. Um, Darren Fox versus Steph Curry, offense versus defense. Uh, offense versus offense. Not much defense as far as role players. You know, for me, it's Malik Monk. If he gets off. And he's able to outplay the the, the thin, more thin uh, Golden State bench. He's going to be crazy. Andrew Wiggins. What Andrew Wiggins are we getting? Are we forgetting the Andrew Wiggins from last season, last playoffs? The Warriors can go far, but how long is it going to take for him to get back to where he was last season? So as far as my role players, the other X-Factors. Gons, who do you have in the series? And what's your prediction for uh, the okay, end of so I'm going big on game one. I think... Um... Steve Kerr's had a week to prepare a squad. They're a season of they're veteran coaches, veteran players. I think we're really going to see why they played the way they did in the season, and and you see the level. You know, half of the half half of the analysts feel like they're not just going to just turn it on, and the other half are like, "They're the Warriors, bro. They're going to turn it on." I a hundred percent think that they're going to turn it on. I am. I, you know, I'm putting a couple hundred for the Warriors to win that at the odds or even. And I think they're going to sweep. I don't, I don't, I think welcome to the playoffs. Peace out, Sacramento. Um, it's going to be a sweep. Four. Done. Not even a possible one. I got Warriors sweeping. 100%. Steve Kerr has not lost to a Western Conference opponent in, since being a head coach. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> He's I, only lost my, to the my Browning, I mean, if I... If, yeah, coach of the year, Mike. Again, that's another storyline. Mike Brown, former assistant coach under Steve Kerr in Golden State, went to Sacramento. Is now the coach of the year this year. It's also another storyline to look out for. Um, Light the beam was a really fun um, for the for NBA for the NBA. Um, it's good to see the Sacramento Kings back. I think being in the playoffs, this is their they made it back. You know, they're not looking to win a championship. I think they're just looking to they finally made it back to the playoffs. So, you know. Anything past this is gravy. They don't have the experience. Uh, Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox aren't necessarily known for their defense. It's all offense, so they're gonna have to outscore them to out try to outscore the Golden State Warriors with yeah with Clay Thompson with you know Curry still there, Draymond, um, Jordan Poole. Watch out for Clay this series. He, I mean, this is he's had some phenomenal games coming back. I think he's almost at the point where he's the old Clay Thompson, and I think he's gonna go off here. Especially with a lot of attention going towards Curry and Poole, I, I see Clay Thompson having a really good series there. I think they light the beam twice. I think Golden's. I, I think Sacramento will take game one and two, but then after that, I think we have a Golden State Warriors sweep. They'll get too a little bit too much of themselves, I think, and then um, the I, I have the Warriors okay. in six here personally. Um, but yeah, the Warriors. That's going to be a fun uh, ne- next series, regardless of who they play, whether it's the Memphis Grizzlies or the Lakers. But let's save that. Let's save that one to the end. Uh, the next series we're going to look at is the fourth seeded Phoenix Suns versus the fifth seeded Los Angeles Clippers. Vahid's Los Angeles Clippers starting Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific time. The season series is tied at two apiece. Phoenix is 14th in offense, 7th in defense, 9th overall net rating. The Clippers are 16th in offense, 18th in defense, and 17th overall 
major injuries. Of course, Paul George, he's out with his knee. He's out for the series. At least that was per Shamsharanya. So we'll see if he's able to come back here. Uh, maybe if they're able to win this one, maybe next series. Suns, of course, um, Durant had that ankle injury, but it just, he played through. Well, he, plus they had an extra week's rest because they didn't play. They didn't, they, none of the players came to came to LA or played against the Lakers or the Clippers the last part of the season, so they are in a lot of rest. Uh, Durant, uh, Chris Paul, Devin George, and uh, Devin George, ah, <laughs> Devin Booker, and, and DeAndre Ayton. Um, as far as series odds, um. The Clippers, or the Suns are at minus 525. Ooh, that's a lot of respect for the Suns. And the Clippers are at plus 375. Betting odds for the for game one, the Suns are favored by seven points. Seven point favorites at home for game one. And as far as storylines, this is a rematch of the Western Conference Finals for two seasons, seasons ago, uh, where the Suns beat, defeated the Clippers, um, but that was without... Um, Kawhi Leonard, and they won into the cha- to, to the championship to lose to the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, you also have Kevin Durant versus Russell Westbrook, old Oklahoma City team, Oklahoma City Thunder teammates, now going against each other in the playoffs. And also for me personally, it's depth of the Clippers; they're deep. Um, even if they lose Paul George, they're they're running ten deep uh, versus really no depth for the for the for the Suns. So if they if one of those top four guys go down, who knows how far how far they're going to make it. Um, again, X factors, um, role player X factors for me. It's going to be Aiton versus Zubats. I think you like that too, so, because I know you like Zubats a lot. So, Gons, what do you think about the series, and what's your prediction? I like this series. I will watch every game. I believe that the Suns will win in seven. I believe the Clippers will take Game One. They will take Game Three or Four. Um, and it's just going to go back and forth, and it's going to end up to Phoenix at home. Um, and it's going to be Kevin Durant's shot or Devin Booker's shot that wins this series. I know everyone thinks it's going to be a blowout. Everyone wants to avoid the Suns, um, but you're right. The Clippers are deep. Tyron Lue is a great coach. I uh, don't sleep on Zubak. Um, and Kawhi was an MVP, man. And yeah, we didn't see a lot of him during the regular season, but this is why, right? So I think they have enough athletic players and role players to put up a really good fight here. And if it, it takes one cold Devin, uh, Kevin Durant, it takes one cold Devin Booker. Like, Devin Booker is streaky. He can go off, but I've also seen him, like, be really cold. The only consistent player that I like on that squad is Chris Paul. He's going to get his 15, 16 points. He's going to get his nine assists, right? Um, now, the odds of both Durant and Booker going soft, not, not high, right? But I do believe one of them will go cold. I think those will be the games that the Clippers win. So I got Phoenix in seven here. People think I'm probably crazy for saying that, but yeah, that's what I got. No, I mean, that's the thing about depth, right? Like they they run 10 deep, but you know, I know you like to shorten your, your lineups come playoff time. Is that depth actually going to be a, a bad thing for the Clippers because they were playing a lot of guys, but you want to shorten your rotation. So with that, is that going to be a negative for the Clippers having? That I don't much think so depth? because now if you have a rotation that you, in this situation, I don't think you shorten your lineup. I think you just you man up, you pick up Durant at full court, pick up Booker, tire him out, get your rotational, and their and their bench and their squad are full of athletic players. So you just you know fatigue is fatigue. Kevin Durant's in his mid thirties; he ain't a young buck, like it or not. So I, I think it could be effective, 
but it's a really going to rely on Tyron Lue's defensive plan. If he strategically finds a way to, you know, wear Kevin Durant out and, um, you know, have someone could don't forget you do have Kawhi Leonard. Now my question to you is like, who's Kawhi going to guard, right? Do you want to save him for offense or are you going to, who you, who's guarding Durant and who's guarding um, Booker in, in, you know, I know Zublak's going to guard Aiden, but um, tell me, tell me what you think is going to happen there. Kawhi, I think he, he, he's been caught. He's caused so many, he's caused problems to so many teams. I think, he has to primarily he has to be the one to primarily be on on um on Durant. Unfortunately for the Clippers, I think they have to lean heavily on like a Westbrook and Norman Powell situation um to you know, they have to have an uptick in scoring for them to have a shot in the series because Kawhi should be the one to primarily guard Kevin Durant and make his life hard, but of course, you're then you're then maybe sacrificing yourself on the offensive end because so um, if if you're looking at Devin Booker, you have a guy you have a guy in, in man who could who's who can man up and really provide really good on ball defense um, against Devin Booker. So uh, you have you have the the guns to do it, but it really just it sucks that they have to depend the depend on you know Russell Westbrook, who as Laker fans we saw him just tank the team for half the season. Um, and now the Clippers are depending on him to to do really well in order for them to beat the Suns. So, do you, do you view Westbrook as a as a factor, or they can they win regardless of? Westbrook? I think Norman Powell is going to be the X factor here. I think he's going to go. I've seen we know he's a like killer, right? <laughs> From watching, but I, I've seen that he has the talent. Um, in, in in a couple of years ago in Toronto, he was balling out of his mind. I really like Powell here, and I think it'll be a combination of him and Westbrook. I'm rooting for Westbrook there. Like, this is your last chance, guy. Like, you know, you could you could erase pretty much the last two years and come back. If you help the Clippers defeat the Suns here and play an incremental rule, this is career-changing for you. Like, now the, the question is, am I being silly? Is it still in him? Does Kenny do it? I'm hoping for him, right? And I do want the Clippers to beat the Suns. So I think there's a lot riding here for Westbrook. And he's going to play really, really hard. I think Kawhi Leonard is going to get Durant in foul trouble if Durant's guarding him. Because Kawhi Leonard is very clever with his hands. And he gets a lot of people in foul trouble. So a lot of stuff has to fall their way. But I think it's possible. As much as I want to support you and support Vahid and the Clippers, I think this is Suns in five. Okay. I think the Clippers are able to get are able to get maybe one at home, but you're getting a fresh Kevin Durant. Um, maybe if you got Kevin Durant further down when he's playing more games deeper in the playoffs, but he's off rest. Devin Booker's off rest. I'm going to take the Suns in five. Okay. Let's move on to our main event. We have the second-seeded Memphis Grizzlies versus the seventh-seeded Los Angeles Lakers. They're going to be starting their series Sunday at 12 p.m. noon, Pacific time, uh, the series record. The Lakers actually took it two to one. Uh, Memphis is fifteenth in offense, second in defense, and fourth net rating. The Lakers are twentieth in offense, eleventh in defense, and sixteenth net rating. Uh, major injuries. Memphis is missing Stephen Adams. He's out with the knee. He'll be out for the entire playoffs. Brandon Clark had a ruptured Achilles, and he's also out for the playoffs. 
series prices for the Lakers versus the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are actually a minus 140. The Lakers are a plus 120. So it's fairly close. It was further apart, but I think betters are trying to take the Lakers at plus for the series if they think they could win. Again, it's, it's, it's the number is definitely shrinking from what I saw a couple days ago. Uh, the betting odds for game one, the Grizzlies are actually favored by three and a half points. So uh, Vegas or betting uh, the Bovada site that I'm pulling up here does have them as a half point favorite technically. Um, as far as storylines, moving into this first game, you have Dylan Brooks versus LeBron James. I don't remember that whole too short chant or like too small chant uh, before, or not chant, but taunt that LeBron James did to the Dylan Brooks a couple seasons ago. And then after that, you know, that first game that the Grizzlies had with the Lakers, you had that they were Grizzlies were killing the Lakers, and then there was that Shannon Sharp incident at halftime with Steven Adams. Um, and then the Lakers came back to beat them that game, actually, too. So you might see Shannon Sharp a lot during, during this uh, during this series. As far as X-Factors role players, it's going to be Dylan Brooks. For me, it's Dylan Brooks versus D'Angelo Russell. Dylan Brooks cooked D'Angelo Russell in that Grizzlies versus Timberwolves matchup. Uh, D'Lo's going to have to play a lot, lot better than what he did against the Timberwolves in order for the Lakers to advance here i believe so i think he has to let the russell has to be their second best player in order for them to advance all right gons who do you have in the series and what's your prediction you know i have to go with the lakers i honestly think they can win this um i think it's a great matchup for them i I like i like the height and athleticism we bring um i like that lebron has you know something to play for here with a little bit of beef going on right um i think d'lo is going to do well i think well, I, I, I want to say that the Lakers win this um, at six. I think it's reasonable, and they should win this at six. Uh, I know Jaw's going to be very hard to stop, but it's okay. Let him do his thing. Focus on everyone else, and I think we'll be okay. That would be my strategy going in here. It's crazy. I have two schools of thought on this. I think the Lakers can win this in five. Um, if they can get bo- at least one game in Memphis, maybe game one, um, and then the Lakers will win two and three, and then close it out in Memphis in Game Five. But that's you know I, 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 we've been watching and following the Lakers for so much, and kind of seeing it as far as a purple and gold lens. But if I put on my take off my Laker hat, if I put on my NBA hat and try to look at this objectively, man, with with the way John Morant's playing, with the way um, Bain is playing, Darren Jackson Jr. is a top defender in this league. I think he could do well against Davis one-on-one. I mean, I mean, he's got to solve his foul problem like Carl Anthony Towns does, but he's still a defensive player of the year. Uh, I kind of see this Memphis in six if I were to, you know, not try to view this objectively, but putting back on my Laker hat, it's going to be, I think it's Lakers in five. Um, people underestimate how good Anthony Davis is. I think he'll prove it this series because, oh, Jaron Jackson Jr., he's such a great, he's a defensive player of the year, blah, blah, blah. But in actuality, if if Anthony Davis played the entire season, didn't get injured, I think he would be the defensive player of the year. The guy is just so special defensively. Uh, Laker fans, I think, take take advantage or don't acknowledge that enough, how good how good Anthony Davis was, especially this last game, because LeBron, we saw LeBron have a lot of defensive lapses Um on the perimeter outside of 
a Dennis Schroeder. AD cleaned up a lot of messes. He's just an amazing defender. So I think the Lakers are going to pick this. They're going to take this in five. Um, so yeah, anything I want to add for to this Lakers Memphis match? No, I, I think it's going to be gritty. It's going to be one of the really good ones to watch. I like this. It's probably my favorite matchup in the West. So um, I, I, again, I think the the Lakers played poorly, um, and they still won. I think they have momentum, right? Like just like Chicago has. So with with LeBron, I mean, how many times if you look at his career has he made it to the finals? Out of all the time. So when he gets opportunity, there's not many very times where he's been eliminated quickly. So I saw a faith in him. Um, so yeah, excited to see what happens here with the Lakers. For sure. Um, uh, let's touch on. So uh, my next question would be: Do Denver or Milwaukee are they going to lose to their eighth? Like whoever comes out of the eighth seeds tomorrow, um, do they have any chance to beat Denver or Milwaukee? I don't really want to preview those, but because I don't think no, they have a chance. No. So what do you think? <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no. no, for sure. Okay, so there'll be five, four or five games uh, between Denver and Milwaukee there. Um, so before we go, I do have one additional question for you. Um, as we go into this playoffs here, this it's going to be really fun. Um, my question for you as we leave here today: Which player has the most to gain by winning a championship this season? Is it LeBron? If he, if he wins his fifth this year, that's puts him one ahead of Curry and just one behind MJ. Maybe it's Kevin Durant. He wins one without Golden State. That's Giannis cementing his legacy by winning one more. Or is it like a Embiid or a Jokic, you know, finally winning their first championship? And, you know, with Embiid most likely going to win the MVP and Jokic, the two-time MVP, finally solidifying their, their greatness in this league. Who, who do you think has the most to gain by winning a championship this season? I'm going to go with Giannis. I, I think if he wins again, it, it solidifies that he is the real deal. I mean, not that he isn't, but this guy can lead a team to a chip, right? Because he has a number two player, number three players. But, I mean, you can't say Kevin Durant with Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Get out of here. Um, Chris Paul, you finally win one. It's about time, right? Uh, I think we look at LeBron as Laker fans and we're like, oh, this is, the dude's already proven himself. Whether he wins or not, his legacy is written. It's no one's gonna say he doesn't make the Hall of Fame or he's not one of the greatest ever's if he doesn't win. Um, going to Embiid, you know, they still have time. Uh, you know, I don't see. I see their teams breaking up, right? And I think Finney Philly goes to rebuild if they don't have success. But I don't think that this is a make or break for them. So I mean, with all that said, I, I think. Uh, the the most to gain out of winning chip would be Giannis and Milwaukee. Yeah, like with Giannis, he he would have to be like a top fifteen player if he wanted exactly. to win Exactly. Now you, now he's top for sure. five for sure. Like no hands down, maybe top three. Like you know he he's it puts him to that next level. So I would say he has the most to gain, and I think he can. He has a really good team. So, um, like I just thought of this one. Like if Steph wins one more, that makes five. One more than LeBron. Is he the goat point guard? Goat point guard? Sure. I wouldn't consider LeBron a mm-hmm. point guard though. Oh no, no. Like magic. Like as far as point guards ahead of him, for me it's magic. And he has five. But then he has five in like twelve years. But with Curry, the way he changes oh, yeah, yeah, all yeah, that I stuff, know. he gets one more. Is he the best point I guard would of say, all time? I I'm gonna say yes. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Hmm. I mean Okay. I mean, 
I, Magic had a lot of really good I, players. I, I, I mean, so did Curry. So did Curry. So they're yeah. very, very similar in terms of both being a loaded squad. But Curry revolutionized right. so, the game. So did Magic. I don't know, Maddie. That's like a debate for another topic after he wins his fifth. But it's not an definitely. easy decision. And that will be it for us today. One quick fact before we leave. This is the first playoffs with all four California teams and the LA Lakers and Clippers, Sacramento Kings, and Golden State Warriors. And without the three Texas teams in the Houston Rockets, Dallas Mavericks, and San Antonio Spurs. Glad the playoffs are having some California love. Thank you to the Gons for joining me today. And thank you all for listening and for your support. Have a great time watching the games this weekend.